A personal brand is very much like a product brand. I think people have brand identities too. I don't think they really understand what their brand identity is and they don't do very much to enhance or to manage, if you will, their brand identity. A lot of it is caught up in their personality and just how they are as people. But it's important to at least Think about your brand identity from a networking perspective and try to get a feel for how other people perceive you and react to you. Is there anything that you can do to have people respond to you or react to you in a more positive way through your brand presence and how you project that brand presence. Obviously, there's very negative things that can be associated with brands also. Just your speech pattern, how you talk, how you look, how you present yourself, how you communicate is all wrapped up in what I think of as your personal brand. So write it down. Just get some picture of what your brand is from your own perspective and then maybe show it to five or ten people and say, how do you perceive my brand or how I present myself and see if there's any differences. That might highlight some areas that maybe you need to work on a little bit. You need to change some things in how you project your brand. But like a product brand, personal brands can get destroyed overnight by your doing something unethical or immoral or those types of things. And you can't take long, long time to recover from those. So you really need to protect your brand. But first, you need to understand what it is and then work from there. Mike, sometimes you want to connect with people at the personal level rather than the professional level. Instead of talking about a job or the work you do, if you talk about dogs or children or where you were born, how do you do that without getting into trouble? I run a professional networking organization called Executive Networks. We build and manage and facilitate networks for HR executives from the largest corporations in the world. When we have meetings of those executives or in a virtual format were very much about building personal relationships between those people and getting them to know each other on a personal level. What that does is build a very, very different level of trust between the individuals. And through that trust, they're able to share best practices and information between each other that really makes a difference in terms of the quality of what is going on between those people from a networking perspective. It's amazing to me, in our networks at least, the things that people are willing to share. Even with people that they've just met 15 minutes before in the right safe environment, in the right process, with the right framework, they're sharing very, very personal things about themselves. Other people reciprocate with the same kind of personal anecdotes, and they form these bonds immediately, which then transfer into more of a professional relationship. In your book, you talk about networking being a conscious, systematic approach. How do I begin to set up such an approach? Step one, I talk about mapping your network. There's various ways to map your network. For example, just starting the way I did with my mother and father, the first two people of most people's network, obviously, and then siblings and cousins and aunts and uncles are the first 
part of your network, if you think about it, than people that you meet in school and people you meet through sports and people who you meet through your community and your church are the next level of your network. And then you go to college, and that's another level of network building. And then you get jobs, and that's another level of network. So your network basically, like a tree diagram, can just grow exponentially over time. So I think the first thing people need to do is to map your network. And there's any number of ways to do that effectively. What I find is that most people's networks are actually better than they think they are, but they've never really sat down and mapped it in a way that they can know how good of a network they really have. Then the second thing I ask people to do is what I call the first degree of separation game, not six degrees of separation, because I don't find that to be very useful in a networking context, but one degree of separation. So after you've mapped your network, go into your network.